Hi, I'm Misfits Tamara, and I am without Sarah the Rebel today, but this is still an episode of Women Wrestling Friends Podcast. It's a little bit weirder when it's only me doing it. Uh, This is a show all about women who are friends who watch wrestling. So today and this week, we have an excellent, excellent guest, Sammy. Hello and welcome. Hi. Uh, and we are going to talk about uh, WrestleMania 35 predictions and uh, a bunch of additional uh, fancy business. You know, that John Oliver piece that came out. So but first, if you're joining us for the first time, let us pass this digital collection plate your way. And ask you to either give us five stars on iTunes or three dollars on it's supposed to be coffee, but really it's it's Kofi. It's Kofi.com slash Sarah the Rebel. We appreciate you. We love you. Uh, keep these lights on and keep some tea bags and <laughs> coming to us uh, so we can pay our engineer. Dope, dope, dope. So Sammy is a corporate yeah. lawyer and you're joining us from New York. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited to talk fancy business. That That is my business. I'm a fancy business lady. I like fancy business ladies. Yeah. I like fancy business, especially when yeah. ladies are doing fancy business. Uh, That's and, the only kind of fancy business I do. I'm, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're going to do business, it might as well be fancy. Exactly. Uh, so you and your wife are recent uh, WWE fans, correct? Yes. Um, yeah, we just started watching, I would say, like a year and a half ago, Max, and we're like totally obsessed now. All in. You're all in. Consumes our lives. Excellent. Yes, all in. So um, what was it that drew you to wrestling? Um, well, uh, like any um, nice, basic white girl, <laughs> um, I watch any reality show that's on tv including total divas so mm. i just watched it always mm-hmm. like the first season whenever it was on um with like absolutely no interest in watching actual wrestling because when i was growing up i guess it was like the attitude era and all i thought of was just like brawn panty matches like, yeah like very like mi- I, I i mean i was like 10 or whatever but like you can tell when something is just like gross and like male gazy and like people like smashing beer cans against their heads and like bleeding yeah. and like it, for sure. it was just like blech. and <laughs> and um so i introduced my wife to total divas and like unbeknownst to me she went down like her own wrestling k-hole and i would like come home start coming home from work and she'd be like watching raw and smackdown and i'd be like what what is wrong with you i can't believe you're watching this like this is trash da, 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 da. and then she said well we have to watch the royal rumble they're doing a women's royal rumble and the bellas are going to be in it and i was like oh well, we love the bellas because sure. we love america's sweetheart john cena of course uh, in this house we love john cena yes, yes. um <laughs> friends to transformers and friends to everyone else yes in a comedic role or a children's movie Mm -hmm. we love john cena so um we i ordered the pay-per-view um because i didn't know that there was a wwe network and i felt like a real adult so my mom would never let us order pay-per-views growing up it's definitely (laughs) one of those things there's a tweet going around about like what was like uh like something that signified the height of luxury and like being like fancy like pay-per-views were a hundred percent one of those things Oh my God. Yes. Never. That was never allowed in my house. Mm-hmm. I think that was something that like Rhonda said where she was like, didn't the episode where she didn't of Raw, where she didn't beat up Dana Brooke. She was like, Oh, if you want to see the armbar, you pay 60 bucks. I'm like, Oh, who does that anymore? You, you, you rookie. You don't have the network. Yeah. It's free for new subscribers. Mm-hmm. Get, get it together. Oh my. Uh, yeah. So we, uh, we watched the Royal rumble and I mean, apropos of WrestleMania, like the first, spot that I saw that I was just like oh my god this is amazing and exactly what I like is Kofi getting tossed out of the ring and one of his foot feet lands on a pancake and that means he's not out yeah and I was like oh, okay like this is this is like 
slapstick humor. Like this, this is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, can, can I curse? On the yes. Podcast? As much yeah. as you want, because then it'll make me feel like I'm not alone. Cause I'm going to cuss in a minute. Too. <laughs> um, yeah. So we, it, just after that, we started watching it sort of like sporadically. We watched last year's mania, saw the match with like Bill and Oscar and like my jaw was on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, then we started watching more regularly. And I think like a lot of people, um, you know, we watch primarily for women, like that's what we care about. You know, there are like specific men's matches that I enjoy, but like I'm really watching to wrestle. And so when the whole like Becky Charlotte story arc started, like that, I've just been totally sucked in. Yeah, I feel like um, uh, there's two ways that most of the people that I know who are who are women or uh, women identifying get into wrestling is because they had a family member or because they saw a buff lady. And that's like, that's how (laughs) it happens. Um, And like, I 100 percent understand, like just watching for the woman, because like when I was younger, I watched it as a kid kid because it used to come on after cartoons. And then um, when I got a little bit older, like I stopped watching like attitude era because it was attitude era until I saw right. the rock one time and then I started watching again for a little bit. You're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there was a couple of decent women's matches during it. But like, like you said, it was very heavily, like not for me. Like you can feel when something's not for you, you know, even the women's yeah. matches, which should be, you would think, you know, marketed you. to everyone. Yeah. Or specifically for women, but no, right. No, no. on panty matches. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, what made okay so you're watching total total divas and total bellas so what was it about them that made you interested in wrestling because this is a you know it's their personalities it's you know them as real people so what what was it that keyed you in onto actually eventually being interested in watching it i think that i mean they do like sometimes show actual matches and i think that like watching the few clips that you would see like you like watching like Nikki Bella do like a rack attack or watching like Paige who's just like so magnetic like watching clips of her wrestling you're kind of like oh okay like I, f- I feel like I feel like this there's something here this is entertaining like it's not just it's not just like four dudes like mm. and and also like knowing sort of what these women are like especially like Naomi and Natalia and like all of these women who are like just have a lot of substance mm-hmm you get the feeling like that's going to translate in to their characters. And I will say like, before I started watching really regularly, the, we went to a live show at MSG that I, my wife basically had to drag me to and I had the best time. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. Sometimes the things that you're most, you fight the most, like it's something that you end up, you end up loving the most. It happens. Yeah. Um, I I love, love like how silly it is. Like that's my sort of like my favorite part of wrestling when you're just watching it and, it just like people are just being unabashedly silly. Yeah. Like it's just so great. It's theater. That's, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's. And I'm a total theater kid. Oh uh, yeah. See, I feel yeah. like people don't understand that Venn diagram overlaps a lot. Like theater kids and wrestling. <laughs> like, I mean, Finn Balor goes around with his face painted pretending like he's, uh, I'm sorry, not pretending he is. He's the embodiment of a not, demon. That's real. Yes, that's real. It's a hundred percent real. Um, yeah. so nobody who's not a theater kid or just a giant nerd in it in general would, would be that invested to wearing a weird, um, right. rag and dread wig and <laughs> painting himself. Is up it like a that. PVC? Is it like a dead Bailey buddy? Like what? I'm not sure. I don't know where he harvests his wig parts, <laughs> but uh, if we ever get to interview Finn, I would uh, 100% ask him that. And I would definitely not ask to touch his apps because that's rude. Um, no. So hard. 
you hope it happens. I mean, listen, if he offers, I'm not going to say right. no, but you know, yeah, not gonna, secret it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a professional. Yeah. Uh, I'm not just going to, you know, reach out like, you know, uh, uh, Peggy Carter when uh, Cap first transforms into Cap when Steve gets all buff and there's that right. moment where she like wants to test the chest, but he doesn't. She doesn't, you know, something like that. Anyway, yeah, I digress. <laughs> I was I woke up randomly this morning, by the way, sidebar. I woke up randomly this morning at like 558 for no reason. And then I was like, oh, endgame tickets. So, <laughs> so I bought my endgame tickets. It was not a nightmare like it was for anybody else for me. And then I yeah. went back to sleep. It was pretty good. <laughs> anyway, digression. Uh, yeah, so uh, who, who are your favorite divas uh, in, the, in the show cast versus, you know, wrestlers? A favorite divas, comma, total. Okay. Yes. Um, I think I love Naomi um, yeah. or slash Trinity, which was always very confusing to me. That's a whole other thing. It's like sometimes some of them get to be called by their real names on total divas, mm-hmm. but other ones don't. And I don't. The line is very, it doesn't seem consistent to me. Yeah. And that bothers me. Uh. <laughs> I could see, I could, I would 100%, you know, if you're here for a storyline, that does make sense. Yeah. I, th- I think because they were not saying that she was married um, at, in character at oh, first. Okay. So I it. think that's what they were doing, but I'm not 100% sure on this that. Is, this is good color. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah I think it was definitely, definitely Naomi. Um, and also, I mean, I guess I love the Bellas like the way everyone else did. They're kind of like ditzy, but that feels real. Mm. Like they say stuff that's that's truly dumb, but like it's it's entertaining and sure. genuine. Yes. Um, and obviously I love Paige. Of course, of course. So so they are your favorite on the show. So yeah. are they also your favorite wrestlers? No, I mean Becky's my favorite wrestler right now. Not yeah. to be just I like I could be cool and like try to like pull someone up, but like it's Becky. <laughs> I mean, she's, it's real strong. Her, her female yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin, like it's this reincarnation, his, his gimmick, his, his, his whole vibe got reincarnated in a good way and landed on Becky as opposed to like John Cena's whole rapper thing, which right. went unchecked and then became mm. Enzo. So yeah. you, you always have to do like some purification rituals, I think, before that stuff yeah. lands. Um yeah. And I mean, with like Becky, I don't know, we, cause I didn't watch, I know who Stone Cold Steve Austin is obviously because mm-hmm. I'm alive but uh, to me the becky lynch character just reads as like a cute little sassy lesbian um so like she really like that is like there's a lot there's a lot of just like when she like comes out on the tv like from our couch yeah like just a lot of reverence (laughs) and she's definitely not exactly like stone cold but this is the first person that we've had that has had that energy since he left like that like anti-hero yeah Yeah. and like naturally because they try to do that with other people and it just doesn't like they they're trying it feels like they're trying as opposed to like this thing that she just really fell into um do you have a favorite tag team oh a favorite tag team i mean oh the iconics of course yeah they're great i love the iconics they're so good Whenever I forget their individual names or what I like back, you know, before they were on all the time and I couldn't remember who they were, I'd be like, I, I was like, you know, the, the lesbian vampires. And then everyone <laughs> would always know who I was talking about because that oh, yeah, really yeah, felt yeah. like that was what they were doing at first. Yeah. See, I don't get a gay vibe off of them. I'm no. Sure like it was more of a or maybe it was more of a um, those. Vamp- no, but there's a, there's oh, a lot of like Twitter that like is very like into that, mm. like. The idea that like they are like girlfriends, but I don't, it doesn't, well, my, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't cook for me, sadly. I mean, the vibe to me was more like we are vampires who act like we're, who were, who are very touchy feely 
And that's yes. how we rope guys in to then drain their blood. Yes. Okay. Yes. I like. Yeah. Like, so it's not so much that they're. The yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's more of the vibe as opposed to like legit or you know maybe they're bisexual or pansexual. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, I'm not. I'm not trying know. to. We know their lot. No, I'm not trying to to uh, you know to put them in a box. They can do whatever yeah. they want. Um, I love a double cheek kiss when you're getting into the ring. Yes, it's good. Love that. I love their little shirt flip thing. Yeah, I, their little pose. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's it's good and like it's that it's that great thing that happens every once in a while where it's like you you're kind of annoying but I love you because you're kind of annoying yeah like it's that and and very few people can really pull that off very very few like Baron Corbin for example is he I like him better now than when he was like had his long hair and even yeah. though he's wearing that suit which is ridiculous but I still <laughs> like it because it's so weird and incongruous right. you know right but, yeah anyway but there's like no give in like dress pants. And I'm always wondering how that Unless works. maybe he gets those like spandexy ones that like, maybe. you know, like maybe like maybe they're dressed like, like a pleather, but a dress pant. Kind of. Yeah. Like or like, you know how like women's dress pants have like like are kind of like spandexy. It's like spandex oh, yeah. and rayon like put together. Mm-hmm. So it's like still shiny, but gives is, you know. Yeah. A little bungee-ish. Maybe that's where Baron does. Maybe he gets... I hope so. I hope so, too. For the sake of his groinal area. Yeah, I just feel like it just would hurt a lot if, yeah. you know, if it's not... If they don't breathe. Absolutely not. They 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 must be terrible in the yeah. gym bag. They must be. There's no way. No. Um, <laughs> so since you've been watching Total Bells and, you know, and Total Divas and you know everybody's, you know, little love lives or whatever, uh, and what have you, not whatever... Because that seems really dismissive, and I didn't mean it that way. Um, <laughs> who are who are your favorite uh, wrestling couples right now? Oh, my favorite wrestling couples. This can be both, uh, you know, in you know, in reality, and also on the actual show. Because there's not too many of them that are like, but you know what I mean. Well, I was very much into Lana and Rusev, and then Lana has gotten like very intense lately. She and has, I, and I need to just like take a step back from it. Um, <laughs> it's a lot. Um, I do. I love Naomi and Jimmy. Mm. I love them on Totes Bellas, and I love them, you know, on TV. That was like what was part of the whole like. Mi- I mean, the whole like totally racist Mandy Naomi. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you have been like jamming this marriage down our throat on like two different cable networks for five years. And now you expect me to believe that Mandy Rose is going to give him a hotel room key yeah. and it's going to be like over. Yeah. Super gross. Yeah. Didn't, um, didn't love it. No, not at all. Didn't love it. No, my favorite fun fact though, this is not, this is, they're not current wrestling couples, but I did find out recently that Seth Rollins and Sonya Deville used to date the same person. Oh, yeah. That is a fun fact. Yeah. That's very interesting. I could see yeah. how their taste might overlap in certain ways. Yeah. And how the person might, I mean, they're both like dark features, long yeah. hair, muscular. Like it's not like no. a big yeah. jump. No, no, it's not at all. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's very yeah. interesting. Thank you for that fun yeah. fact. I'm, that's oh, great. No <laughs> um, and I love Sonia Deville and I'm always mad that they keep making her take the pin when she's attacked with Mandy who seems not like she should be positioned as strong yeah. as she is and like keep making her be blurred out in like the side of like mandy's like Mandy. yeah exactly Clap. can she just be like slightly behind her like on the side so she's not really blurred but she's not right. like totally in the center 
And then she's like sadly punching. Like there's something sadder about the aggressive punching when it's blurred. When it's blurred. Yeah. It's like no one's even yeah. paying attention to your punches. They're great punches. But no one's paying so attention she's to like them. punching the blur. It's like yeah. not working. Corey Graves certainly doesn't care about Sonia's punching, but then she's not blonde. See, I don't find the Corey Graves obsessing over Mandy Rose as creepy as I think some people do. I don't know if you watched SmackDown tonight. There was a very gross moment with Mandy and Otis. Oh, no. I haven't yeah. seen that yet. Oh, there, was that... thrust- there was a lot of thrusting. Hmm. There was a lot of thrusting. Yeah. yeah. And it was given like a lot of time on the screen, but then Shelton Benjamin did take him out. So like Shelton oh. Benjamin's his hero. <laughs> hero of the people. <laughs> They won't yeah, let him do a lot stand. on the show, but we stand. Yeah. We stand, Shelton Benjamin. Um, <laughs> oh man, just a whole mess. That oh. okay. Anyway, <laughs> maybe if Corey wasn't like you know uh, having an affair with uh, Carmela, I would find it less gross because it's just like yeah. And I never liked him very much. I mean, I know I'm not supposed to like him, but I never really liked his face. So hearing that, but then everyone's like, "Well, but they're supposed to be going through a divorce or whatever." But I'm like, I don't know your life, and I don't care. I just think it's. <laughs> I think. I think you. I know what I know what they're trying to do with it, but I think it's just a gross thing that was yeah. better left in the '90s, and they should stop. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um. Anyway, so uh, do you watch any other wrestling shows besides uh, uh SmackDown and Raw? I watch, I I watch like NXT takeovers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do literally like go on the network and like skip to the women's matches. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've started watching a little bit of Wow because I watched Glow. Um, and then, you know, other wrestling like podcasts and that, that, that exists. I don't know if we're allowed to acknowledge the, the existence of other wrestling podcasts, oh, sure. but we're, we're all open here. It's fine. <laughs> as long as they're not shitty um, people. Yeah. But Sarah was a guest on a podcast that I, another podcast I listened to. And so I started watching it and that that's fun and so different. Um, and I love Jordan Grace. I just like started following her on Twitter. So like any match she's in, like I will just watch one off cause she's just, I think she's just so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched one recently with her and Tessa Blanchard. I think that was like an impact. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like the number one contender match. Yeah, um, I saw that one that- too. That was a great match. <clears throat> Though there's, there's yeah. one or two points in there where I'm like, what happened there? Like, I think yeah. it was like, like uh, she's going for a standing. Um, she had, uh, she had, uh, Jordan had Tessa up, but she wasn't like completely vertical. So yes. I- yeah, so she's kind of planking it a little bit. So I was like, yeah. is that on purpose or did that just go off and you like was that just like a little bit off balance trying to get it up yeah. and then you just kind of like it still looked at least I mean professionals they still it still finished well, but it just was like right. I was like, oh, what happened there? Um, Whenever you have to ask that question, you know that it like didn't go exactly yeah. the way you wanted it to. Um but I appreciate a professional that can uh, you know, a lot of those things and like I, I can't tell you how many times I see things and I'm like that wasn't what that was supposed to be but you know yeah, what no right. one died congratulations like there <laughs> yeah, was exactly. that uh four on four uh tag team match on raw yesterday there's two different things that uh Sasha was trying back to back that just didn't work out right yeah. and I couldn't figure out what that was was she was too close to the corner or I don't know but Sasha prevails as always with her very floppy body. And I always am concerned about her well-being and, and please take care of yourself, Sasha. Anyway, the iconics can can sell anything. So yeah, absolutely. And I like seeing Beth and Beth Phoenix's, you know, I, yeah, I said earlier on one of the shows that all I wanted was to see Natalia and Beth uh, actually do a tag team 
like they should have done back in the day and just yeah. be just buff and strong and just obliterate people. And we're almost there. Not quite. Yes. We're getting there. They could add I'm Dana. So happy for, yeah. Sorry. Oh, no, no, what were you saying? Sorry. I was just going to say you could also add Dana Brooke. So Dana Brooke could actually have like a good spotlight and some success because bless her heart. She puts in that work. Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm just happy for like any storyline Natty can get in where she's getting like good TV time. I just, I, I like, I want her to succeed. I feel no investment in her character mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. she's just so bland on tv but like because i have like so much affection from her from like watching her on totally i'm like yeah you get your storyline natty like you get in that tag match with beth yeah i think part of the problem is that what she wanted to do which was to be a lot more like aggressive and weird like her dad they did not allow her to do early so it kind of makes it hard for her to have unless she's being a heel a lot more uh, flavor, but I'm here for her, her, uh, you know, uh, cat themed dominatrix outfits. They're yes. fucking great. I'm, I yeah, they're amazing. Them. Yeah. I like She's a sparkle. Better. Yeah. Like a nice see-through panel and some sparkle and some rivets. Okay. I'm into it. So, <laughs> totally. um, we're going to pivot to our first topic, which is, uh, the John Oliver piece that, uh, came out this past weekend. Um, if people haven't seen it, I was basically talking about how fucking shitty, uh, Vince McMahon is and the WWE is, uh, and how they treat their workers. So they are considered to be independent contractors. So they don't get a lot of stuff like, you know, proper medical, uh, plans and, you know, stipends for travel. Uh, however, they are also on exclusive contracts. So doesn't that make you an employee? Question mark, but not really a question mark. It's really a period. Question mark period. Yeah. Um, so uh, what did you think of the, of it when you saw the second? I mean, so this is, I have a friend at work and he also watches wrestling and we uh, will talk about this. So I do, you know, employment employee related stuff. Um, and so we'll talk about this. Like it's, it's truly insane from like a, a legal perspective that these people are treated as independent contractors. The whole idea of someone being an independent contractor is essentially the concept that the concept is you're someone who's providing a very sort of like discrete and specific service that's outside of the sort of ordinary course business of the company that you're providing the services to. You sort of operate independently. This is not your only source of income. Mm -hmm. Um, You're not dependent on the company to make your living. Um, You know, when when we're working with clients at, you know, my firm to do deals or to hire people or whatever, we're always very careful with them if they're, you know, they're trying to hire someone to do the stuff that a, an employee would normally do. We will try to get them to hire them as an employee or to structure the relationship so that it's like through a company. Like we're, we're always like looking at these very, very small details and there's people are always very concerned about it, very focused on it. And mm. it's always, it's always been an open secret in wrestling and with WWE, like it's even in their public filings. One of like their risk factors to their business is if, you know, they find our wrestlers to, uh, if, if the government were ever to sort of audit us and, and decide that our wrestlers were actually employees, we would have huge, you know, tax exposure. We'd have huge liability. We'd have to start paying for their health insurance. It could significantly adversely impact our business. Like it's right in, 
their public filings, that that's a big risk. And any lawyer who does this, who looks at this, will tell you that, you know, they're wrestlers, they're wrestling, they're wrestling exclusively for the company. They provide a service that that is in the ordinary course of business of the company. Um, They're not allowed to do anything else. Mm -hmm. The company owns their characters. It's interesting. My wife is an IP lawyer, so she talks about this a lot. Like, they own, like, the right to their image. They Mm -hmm. own their characters' names. Like, you can't, there was an, actually, there was an episode of Total Divas with Eva Marie where she was taking pictures to, like, put them on a personal website. It's, like, very early on, and she got, like, a, a nasty call from WWE basically mm-hmm. saying, like, you can't put these pictures up without our authorization, and that's because WWE owns her image. Yeah. Owns likeness. Yeah. So all of these things together, it's 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 truly insane. Um, and we were, I was talking about this today with, you know, my colleague and we were, we were saying like, how, how is, how have they not been audited yet? How has the IRS not come in? Like how, how has no one ever challenged this when it's such an open secret? And like, I don't know, it just makes you wonder like who's, whose palms are being greased. Oh yeah. There's, there's definitely a lot of grease running around there and it's not the baby oil on the wrestler's body. It yeah. is. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like, you know, you, and you hear like these on, on a smaller scale, not a smaller scale, but like, Cody Rhodes, who left the company to go um, to New Japan and do a bunch of other stuff, is just Cody or Cody the American Nightmare as also a reference to the dad. But they would not let him take that last name with them because they owned it, which is bullshit. But he has the last laugh now because once AEW starts, uh, yeah, that's going to be a whole thing. They, they oh, should yeah. be very frightened about that. Um <clears throat> So, um, yeah, so I was thinking one of the things that I didn't realize. So I knew that Jake the Snake Roberts in like the 90s was trying to unionize wrestlers, but I never really got like fully into that story. So I did not know that it was Hulk Hogan who ratted him out, which makes total sense because he's a terrible human. And it also makes sense of why Vince and all them keep trying to get him back in there because he did them a great service in the 90s by keeping everybody down under their their thumbs. Right. and I feel like this is also because of the way these independent cra- contracts work and because there's so much legalese in there that they, I feel like if somebody had the means to fight, they could, but no, like wrestlers are poor. I mean, like this real talk, like wrestlers do not get paid as much as they should get paid for totally. how much they put their bodies on the line. And um, so that keeps it, them disenfranchised. It's like, and, you know, there's a bit of brainwashing going there because we're the only people who can pay you. We're the only people who right. give you this, you know, exposure. Da, 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 da. Just be happy. And, just mean, be quiet. Yeah. And the wrestlers, right, exactly. The wrestlers have absolutely no leverage. Like, even if you're Charlotte Flair, like, where, where are you going to go? Mm-hmm. You're not going to go to another promotion. They own your name. Yeah. You already signed something saying they own your name. So even if now you're in a position where you're you're making a bunch of money and you have leverage because you're famous and you have a following and whatever, it's you, you can maybe negotiate for more money. but you have no leverage to negotiate like the fundamental terms of the relationship changing mm-hmm. and they're, they're not going to agree to a, a different deal with you because it's just going to open up the floodgates for a different deal with everyone else. They're going to say, fine, we'll pay you more. We'll raise your, like your annual fee or we'll raise your appearance rates or what, or we'll give you fewer road, whatever, mm-hmm. but they're not going to say, Oh yeah, you know what? You know, you're not an independent contractor. We're going to pay for your medical coverage like that. Yeah. It, it there's there's no leverage there. There's no way for the wrestlers to get the upper hand. 
Do you think it's easier now with so many, you know, being that the internet is here, there's a lot of podcasts, there's a lot of a lot of different eyes on this and a lot more awareness of how wrestling works in general. Do you think that it starting now, especially to 20 years from ago, um, do wrestlers have a better chance of even if, you know, besides the getting them unionized, but just like rebranding, do you think that's easier for them now if they leave? Or do you think the WWE is also very oppressive in that respect? I mean, I think, I think people have more options now. I think that self-promotion is a lot easier, but I just think that like the WWE is such a machine. Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, unless something changes and unless I'd like to see what everyone's sort of acting like AEW is going to be this whole different animal. And I'd like to sort of see what happens with it before expecting it to be this sort of uh, like savior and do everything differently. I think it's at least disruptive. Yes. Um, which and, is helpful. You know, competition's good yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think, I mean, I think you're going to have a difficult time that WWE runs everything and it's like the, it, it's the pinnacle of, you know, what it, I think probably what it means to be a wrestler in professional wrestling, if that's what you want to, you know, do for your career. And that's where, that's where you want your primary income to come from. So uh, unless, unless something radically changes in the industry, which could happen over time. Like, I, I just don't, I just don't know how, how the situation could change for the better at all. Yeah. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I did like, I don't know. I don't, Sarah was very shocked at that comparative, uh, the, the death rate chart that they had yes. on there. Um, but in the back of my head, when I saw the actual hard numbers, I was like, that makes sense. Like I wasn't that shocked about it because I'm thinking about how many wrestlers that were relatively young men when I started watching as a kid who are now dead and were like a huge deal at that point that are, that have passed away in the past 20 years, even, you know, like at the ages of 40, at the ages of 55, at the, you know, I got to interview Roddy Roddy Piper like a year before he passed away. He was a very nice oh man. God. But as I was just as like, oh shit, like I saw him in person. He does not look like he should have died in a year. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just, it's crazy. And I think that part of the reason so the my dad played football when he was younger and he could have gone pro, but this was back before they even paid people like that, you know, like 50s, 60s. So um, he didn't. And I'm very thankful for that because especially people who played then, they were dying left and right. And I think yeah. it's a similar thing because you, everybody forced the NFL to get better. That's why it's better. They right. didn't do it because they wanted to. You know, there was a lot of lawsuits. Yeah. There's a lot of public outrage, which is why I think the only my only uh, gripe with John Oliver's segment is he did not direct a specific hashtag that everybody can get behind. I know he loves a good hashtag he or like d- a yeah. troll campaign. I mean, I think urging people with a lot of signs was a good idea because I, I, I feel like, you know, yeah, people are going to bring signs. And, and I don't think they're, you know, there's there's better way. You know, there, there's a lot of ways that that fans can sneak signs in there. But I wonder if it was like yeah. a liability issue. Yeah, I do, I do. I wonder if maybe he was concerned about raising too much of a stink. It's mm-hmm. interesting because he normally doesn't give a shit at yeah, all. Um, sure. and I mean, he went hard for them. Um, so I don't. I don't know. I that's that's a good that's a good point you raise. Yeah. Um, and I also think it's interesting that you know because they don't pay like the wrestlers have to book their own like transportation and hotels, which you can see on. They made a show about it, like another way to monetize that with that like ride along show. Yeah. Um, and also, if you watch um, 
Tyler Breeze and uh, Xavier Woods, you know, with their uh, SmackDown Raw gaming uh, GM mode thing. Like there's whole episodes where Tyler Breeze is on the phone because he's trying to book a hotel or there's stories about trying to get to a hotel stories about Baron Corbin sleeping on a couch that he didn't, didn't know was a pullout couch because he didn't have his own room. And it's like, what the fuck guys? Like you can't just get like a block deal on rooms and put these dudes up. It's truly crazy. It's, and I know that like, Vince is cheap and disgusting, mm-hmm. but I mean, wouldn't you just think for like the well being of your performers? Cause I, I mean that whole thing with CM Punk, like I didn't, I, you know, I didn't watch wrestling back then, but that whole thing with CM Punk where they said that he got a concussion and they basically like Z packed him into pooping his pants on yeah. TV. <clears throat> like yep. that, that was crazy. And because like you see now, like when people get hurt, they have them out for a while. And so I just assumed that it's like any other contact sport. Like they have a real doctor and if you have a concussion, they're not going to let you go back out there because it's a liability mm. to the company, which it, it certainly is. You know, if yeah. you, if knowingly allow you to go, you know, wrestle knowing that you have a concussion and you hurt yourself or you get like that, that is exposure for them. Yeah. So it's crazy that it took them this long to even get there. But the, the idea that like, you know, they're, I guess they're renting their own cars. And what if they get in a car wreck? Mm-hmm. What if, you know, I, if I would see them, I would see WWE if I was, you know, driving to a show and I yeah. got in a crash and I got hurt. Like, I don't know how successful I'd be, but you'd bet a jury would be sympathetic to that. Sure. And I'm, and that makes me wonder how many cases have been quietly settled by them throwing not enough money, but more money than these wrestlers have ever seen at them. Just so they just kind of walk away. You know, that's that's had to have happened. I mean, the most of the cases that I've heard of recently or I mean, and then part of that's because my interest in, you know, the the women's side of wrestling was there's a lot of kind of like harassment type lawsuits that stemmed from the attitude in early divas era. And a lot of them. Like sometimes they settled, sometimes they got dismissed, like really kind of depended. And I think that especially if you're a woman woman trying like it's very obvious that while they're giving women a, a a platform, they're also very hostile towards them. Like it was super yes. obvious. So, but we all know that, you know, juries can be uh, filled with uh, misogynistic shitbirds. So yes. <laughs> just take that check because it, is it worth fighting that long? They have more lawyers and more money than you. Yeah. And it's expensive. And I, I mean, I get why, I get why cases settle and that's what they rely on. And it's obviously been working for them. Well, um, we are going to uh, use the hashtag union mania. So you are welcome <laughs> to join uh, join us with that. Yeah, it's Kofi mania and union mania. That is what I'm tweeting under. Uh, so join. Perfect. Feel free to join. So speaking of we will Kofi add mania, that to the list of potential signs. Yes. Along with um, Seth Rollins colon sex architect for all of you. How I met your mother fans out there. Excellent. Good. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the best signs. Uh, so yeah, so now speaking of signs and Kofi Mania, let's talk about WrestleMania 35. We're up to 35. So many WrestleManias have happened. Um, so it is April 7th, so this upcoming Sunday, and it's in New Jersey, and it's going to be 18 billion hours long. It's going to be so cold. It's going to be so cold. Are you going? I'm going. Oh, awesome. What are you? Mo- what, what are the matches that you're most excited for to see live? I mean. Becky Charlotte Ronda, which I, there was like a tension between wanting it to be the main event and not wanting it to be the main event because mm-hmm. it's going to be so cold. Um, I want to see the women's tag match. Mm-hmm. 
obviously. I want to see Finn. Um, Finn versus Bobby. I don't really care who it's Finn versus because I just love Finn. Yeah. Um, and I'm weirdly excited for The Miz versus Shane because I just he just gets so red when he tries to <laughs> coast to coast. And like I think he might die. Sure. And I think that would be crazy to like be there for his death. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. I mean, the the announcers are constantly uh, imploring him to not do things and think about his kids. So I feel like if he is going to go out, it's going to be doing something very dumb. Uh, I am wondering what he's going to jump off of this time. There's not going to be a cage around. So yeah, uh, everybody in the audience, keep your head on a swivel because <laughs> there might be a hurtling Shane coming near you. And he you might just like jump across the Hudson River. Yeah. From New York. You don't want any piece of that. Um, no. So, okay, so let's talk about uh, each match. We'll run it down and we'll, uh, you know, we'll, 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 we'll say our predictions. Um, right. So uh, as you were talking about the, uh, the, the main event, the Ronda Charlotte Becky thing where Charlotte now has the SmackDown title. And I guess whoever <sighs> wins this match wins both of them, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope they're not unifying them. My uh, wife thinks they're un- going to unify them, and I'm hoping against hope that they're not going to do that. I mean, you have more women than you're actually doing storylines for already. Right? So to unify, it would be incredibly dumb unless you are going to put them on their own show, which, which they are not going to do. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't get it. My thought was whoever Becky pins, she gets that title. That's what I thought was going to be. Because then all of the horsewomen, you know, would have a title. Yeah. And and we, you know, we are going, you know, actual horsewomen versus fake horsewomen. At, right. You know, we, that's definitely happening, and especially with the Ronda heel turn. So I yeah. thought that's what they were going to do, but I, I don't know. Um. So so who do you think is winning? God, I mean, it has to be it has to be Becky. Like yeah. that that's the payoff for this whole thing, right? And I, I here's the thing. I think that we all felt like the raw after the rumble where like she had that incredible moment that just like gave me chills where she came out and she like formally challenged Ronda and she was so over. Mm-hmm. Everyone was just like, that's it. Like yeah. we know there's gonna be a chance but like she she has to win. There's no way this other way this can be booked. And they've now like as much as I hated what happened with the SmackDown title because like hashtag justice for Oscar. Yes, absolutely. That, that match, by the way, that match fucking slapped. It was yeah, amazing. It really was, oh. but I'm, I'm so tired of them disrespecting Oscar and not giving her her dudes. I know. Having her in a quasi feud with Mandy, just stop making Mandy is fetch. Stop trying to make her happen. Sorry. Oh, and then like the horrible. And then there was just like more when they were wrestling at Fastlane. Mandy said something like, you don't look like you don't look like a champion or Oscar doesn't look like a champion. And I was like, you can't say shit like that. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Like having a gimmick, your gimmick being like slightly racist um, <laughs> is at least not being overtly racist like they used to do, but it's just right. not a great look. Getting there. Yeah. But like you can, you can be like, your gimmick can be I'm hot without being like, I'm hot, like Sig Heil, right? Right. Like, yes. But- <laughs> also, uh, shout out to Lacey Evans, who absolutely dressed her daughter up in blackface for Halloween. Never forget. Hashtag never forget. Hashtag never forget. Oh, God, I really wanted Sonya to deck her that one time. Uh, didn't the worst. Um, anyways, digression. Uh, yeah, I, I also think that Becky's going to win because um, it just feels like it. So what would be interesting at this point is if Becky wins, wins them both. So then she's on, I think the whole point is to have her be on both shows every week. Right. 
reasonably. Sure. Yeah. Um, And then once the horsewoman v. horsewoman thing starts um, heating up, she could purposefully, we'll learn that she could purposefully drop the title to Charlotte so that all four of them have a title and that that's, and they just want to basically, like I, they could be an actual like super powerful women's stable and that's what I want. So I want them to do that. I just don't know if they're going to get there because I don't know if they're smart enough to realize what they're doing. And I don't think they are. That that's also what I want, but also like I love this heel version of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, and it's so much more interesting than her as a face. Sure, and I like I I want more of it, and I want it for a long time. Um, so so I don't know how to like get her and Becky back together without without like turning making, one yeah. of them either way. Well, if you if you it's. There's a, a very easy way to have like a, to- a total heel stable because what they have is now we all have titles. We don't want to give them up and we're going to help everybody keep keep this domination going. The thing that ha- you have to do with that because you kind of have to make Bailey a heel. Right. You you but it's hard because kids like her so much. So it's hard to make her a heel. Um, but she could be just that one nice friend in the group of assholes. Maybe not quite realizing what's going on. Like, oh, no, but Sasha and us are really close. It's fine. You know, like maybe they'll do that. I don't know. I just I feel like that's not that would be such a disservice to Becky's character that she's like developed, which is like this hard ass. But she her whole thing is like I've been being kept down by like the McMahons and this corporate machine. And like Charlotte is, you know, part of that part of this 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 like machine that just keeps perpetuating like the same old shit over and over again Mm -hmm. and they've been holding this division hostage and blah 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 Mm -hmm. but i think they've been doing a good job of like uh, i don't know of like booking charlotte strong enough in the last few weeks that i don't feel like 100 percent sure she's gonna win but i digress um but yeah i i wonder i wonder if becky drops the title because she doesn't want to be the person who's holding she doesn't want to turn into that like arrogant person or i wonder Mm -hmm. if her having both titles maybe does turn her into like the heel or the person she doesn't yeah. want to be. I don't know. It'll be, there's, there, there's different ways of doing it. And I also don't, I don't want them to uh, draw it out too long. Um, so hopefully it's no. not going to be terrible like that. Um, we're going to talk about this thing that doesn't deserve a lot of attention, <laughs> which is Colin which Jost and Michael Che uh, being in the uh, fucking Andre the Giant. Yeah. I just, first of all, they are probably the worst, uh, uh, we can update hosts in the history of the show. Um, to me, anyways, I feel like they could be a lot funnier, especially based on what's going on. And I think uh, I don't like Michael Che very much. Uh, I think he is that black guy that says shitty things about black people, and so white people like him. Um, <laughs> I very I, I did, how you really feel. Yeah, I didn't realize <laughs> I I didn't realize I had such a disdain for him until they started popping up on the show, and they're not like good actors. And I'm sure they're Colin. I'm sure Colin Jost is a f- lovely person, uh, but I just I I hate everything about this. I think what you're saying is that you want Amy Poehler and Tina Fey yes. in the on. I think that they, they would definitely be able to eliminate a couple of people if you put them oh, in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. just being wily, you know, they just can't can't tell where Hiding. they're going. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe they hide under the rink or whatever. But it's yeah. I don't like it. I think it's garbage. And I wish they weren't doing it. Yeah. And I don't like that they're getting more screen time than all of the other women who aren't Becky, Charlotte, and Rhonda. Right. For the That's six bad. minutes that they were doing that stupid Alexa Bliss show, I could have had another women's match. Because you could have had five women's matches 
six minutes the yeah. way Vince books them. True <laughs> facts. These the, the facts are true and the tea is piping hot. Um <laughs> so yeah, and Alexa Bliss is hosting, which, you know, is fine. I, fine. I I'm not sure how she's going to get involved, but I feel like she is. Though though when the New Day hosted, they didn't. So I, maybe they're playing it straight i don't i I just don't i don't get what's going on like is she still hurt like why are they not letting her wrestle like i the whole thing is very weird and suspicious to me i would say that they probably don't have a place for her in their very limited scope of women's storylines so Mm -hmm. and and the miz is now his show like as on on smackdown so they don't have a show host or whatever so i think that was a way of keeping her in front of everybody's faces and then not having a thing but i think uh is money in the bank the one right after wrestlemania or no, what's is the it backlash? Is that it? Because oh, it's the backlash. Rules. No, I, oh. yeah, extreme rules is what I, is, is what <laughs> oh, okay. is being mouthed to me. Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know the order of the things. I only <laughs> like the, I only really want to see like four of them. You know what I mean? Like I right. like Money in the Bank. I like Royal Rumble. Mania is pretty solid, and like SummerSlam. Like those are the ones that I pay the most attention to. Even though right. SummerSlam is a coin toss. Anyways, digression. Uh, so yeah, so I think that's weird, and I think she'll start. She might do something weird at the end of this show. I don't know. Or maybe she's just a straight host. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Weird. I don't care. It's like, it's like, I don't care. Also, again, I'm going to be so cold. So anything that we, if we could just keep it keep moving. It, keep it moving. Keep it moving. So you're not going to be looking forward to uh, Elias uh, performing at WrestleMania? Like- I sort of am. I oh. was like very into him being like the bard of Fastlane. Sure. Like, Someone posted a GIF on Twitter that was like the rooster bard from like the <laughs> the Robin Hood cartoon. And I yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm into this. Robin Hood and Little Jim walking through the forest. But just like golly, what a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But shitting on them. Yes, it's absolutely. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I, I was much more into him when I just thought he was just going to like be mostly silent and just walk by and strum his guitar and look at people and then walk away. Not that I don't <laughs> like what it became, but I was like, I'm super into this weird thing that you're doing right now. And then it became yeah. kind of normal and I was like disappointed. Um, so uh, Joan Jett will be uh, doing a uh, bad Rep- reputation live. So that's cool. Yeah. Cause it's Joan Jett. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, the universal championship, uh, Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins. Perhaps our long international nightmare will be over and Brock Lesnar will drop this title. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's a 50-50 thing. Um, I would prefer that Seth Rollins gets it just so that Brock doesn't have it anymore. But I don't know. Do you, am, is it just me? Like, do you care about Seth Rollins? He just doesn't do it for me. It's, like, It ebbs and it flows. You know, like he's he's pretty decent on the mic. Uh, you know, like he has some really good uh, you know, spots, you know, promos here and there. Yeah. Um, like he's you know, you know I don't not care about him, but I'm also like I'm not like super, super into him. Like I feel like I'm just like your typical woman who is always like, you know, like I want the storyline before like we get into the action. So like Seth Rollins, like you're the architect, like of what? Yes. You're burning stuff down. Why yes, would exactly. you be an architect to burn stuff down? Like, just like paint me a word picture. Like, what's <laughs> going on? Like, what's your motivation here? Like, are you building stuff or are you burning stuff down? Like, I just I need one yeah. direction that we're going in yeah. before I can go with you. It's that's super fair. Maybe he maybe it's like Alex Luther in the Donner films where like he <laughs> burns things down and then buys buys the land very cheap and then rebuilds on it. <laughs> so he's like he does like 
insurance fraud. Yes, 100%. That's, that's, <laughs> okay. that's low-key you know Seth Rollins' character. I fuck with Seth Rollins, the insurance fraud. <laughs> yeah. That, I'm all about that. Amazing. You just have like, like tiny glasses where he looks through his books every once in a while. It'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, do you have a pick here? Uh, I, I feel like they can't have, you know, the Becky, Seth, Kofi. They can't, they can't all win. Right. So I hope that Brock wins because I want, I want Becky and Kofi to win. Sure. I will, I will, I will stomach Brock Lesnar appearing once a month for the next like six months. If Kofi wins and keeps the title for more than three days, I will, I will, I will, I will go down with that ship. I will swallow that bitter pill. I will be fine with it. Just give me what I want, which is Kofi winning. Give me what I want. Batista voice. Yes, absolutely. That too. Uh, yeah. So, so we're both, we're, we're both pulling for Kofi. I'm not even going to, to even entertain picking Daniel because I don't want any sort of energy to go that way. Kofi has to win. If Kofi does not win, I'm canceling my subscription. I'm canceling my life. Yeah. It's just, it's, I'm it. I don't care. I don't care anymore. I can watch uh, a bunch of shows on the internet to catch up with it. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Um, yeah. Though there's a, a distinct possibility that he loses it on Mania and wins it on SmackDown, which 50-50 chance. But I don't care if that ha- I just want him to win. Right? Like yeah. I, I need him to win. He has to win. He needs that moment. He needs that and, moment. And I think that like Daniel Bryan's, the the character he's turned into is so amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't think he needs the title. No. I think he can be like a weird, like golemy, like curmudgeon <laughs> guy who just like sits in the corner and uh, berates everyone for being fickle and throws hot dogs in their faces. Like you don't yeah. need the title to do that. Just like keep doing what you're doing, man. That's true. Like, <laughs> That's very true. Um, let's see, Bobby Lashley and Finn Balor. Uh, I'm I'm assuming because he is going to come out in the demon makeup that Finn is winning. I thought he was going to win anyway, but once I saw the demon Finn promo, I was like, oh, so that's going to be Finn winning. Just why didn't you come out like that at the Rumble? Like what? What? I, I they I think they mu- they must have some sort of weird like rules about him being the demon now because it's been like a whole year I think since he's he's put in put on the makeup. So maybe they have some like very specific guidelines where it's only in the most dire of circumstances and by dire circumstances i mean wrestlemania that you get to come maybe out. the demon is like a true independent contractor oh maybe maybe like the demon has a better lawyer than finn it's and very the possible like we're only doing cer- certain appearances yes. this is our fee it's through an llc <laughs> yes a demon demon finn <laughs> llc yes good yeah uh samoa joan ray mysterio for the united states championship um I, yeah, I'm, I'm same. <laughs> Very high voiced, same. I, I mean, I love Ray. I don't know if they're going to give him a title yet. Um, Is Samoa Joe going to become Dominic's dad when he wins? Oh, good question. Because I, don't know. I think that the stipulation was Wendy was going to become his wife. If right. He- AJ style. I think Dominique is Dominic is too old for that. I think if he was still <laughs> younger, I think like he's 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 old enough to you know to declare independence in a in a okay. in a law in, in the court of law. So I think yeah. that's too old to then claim uh, as as your as my new family. Yeah, we um, were worried about that. There was a lot of concern about that. I mean, same. House. I mean, Samoa Joe. I I kind of wish he would keep that weird uh, child stealing angle. <laughs> Because it makes no sense, but it's also like I, I dig the sort of like Grimm's fairy tale nature of it. Right. Um, you know, live your life, Samoa Joe. Who's judging? Yeah. I'm not judging. 
the the women's tag championship, which is now the the tag thing has become what we feared it to be, which is a way of throwing a bunch of women into a match. Lady Soup. Yes, Lady Soup, which is also a great band name. Um, yeah. Oh, yes. I. <sighs> I'm, I don't know how to go with this one because it seems like such a big deal to bring Beth back Beth Phoenix for mm-hmm. them not to get the title eventually is weird. I don't know if they'll get it now. My, I feel like Bailey and Sasha have to retain because they, they're part of what's making it such a big deal. Sure. Like I feel like there's prestige, like putting it on, on the two of them and the fact that like, they will go to NXT and they will go to all these different brands and like yeah. maybe outside mania season, like Beth won't. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I wonder if Beth stays for a longer angle than just this, this month because she, she like, she still got it. Like yeah, she, exactly. yeah. she, she's amazing. She's she, great. She came out with that Cape and I was like, yeah, it's a oh, yeah. Um, no. yeah. And I definitely think that Sasha and Bailey are uh, pinning the iconics to win. I, I know, but I want the Iconics to get that belt at some point. They are. Yeah, I, I think they will. So I think deeply. it's going to take. It might take after money in the bank. Like, it's going to be like they're going to have like Sasha and Bailey are going to have it for a couple months, I think. Yeah, um, I hope so. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Let's just get Nia and Tamina out of there. I'm I just get on. And I like Tamina, man. I'm one of the few people who actually like her. And, you know, she got really injured and she was gone for like a long time. But she's still like she's still taking those like crazy, terrible bumps. And like she knows how to take most people's moves and stuff. So like Mm -hmm. she she you know, she's 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 putting in her work. But I just. And I don't dislike watch Nia Jax wrestle like I don't want to watch it. I don't. It makes me scared. (laughs) Sure. I mean, and I'm like, I like (laughs) Nia in general. I just don't. I don't know what you do. Like there's not enough big ladies and strong ladies to make that actually work. Cause I think that part of the reason, I mean, there's, there's a way of wrestling safer and all that kind of stuff, but like, man, everybody else is so fucking tiny. And I just feel like that is increasing the likelihood of her hurting other people, not just the way that she works, but just that, that distinct size discrepancy. Cause even though Beth Phoenix is pretty tall and buff, she's not six feet tall. And that's just a, a whole different situation. But like, I never feel like that when I watch like Charlotte wrestle, I never sure. feel like it's being unsafe. And she is a, a mountain of a human being. Yeah, it's true. I'm, you know, coin toss. Anyway, uh, yeah. So keeping it Sasha Bailey. Uh, and yeah. Uh, and then we have the Cruiserweight Championship, the 205 Live folks, uh, Buddy Murphy and Tony Nice. Um, uh, pr- <laughs> Probably stick with is probably Stan Buddy Murphy. I don't know if they're gonna take that off of him anytime soon. I don't watch two hundred five live, so I have no opinion on this. And sure. I will defer to you. That sounds like a good Fair. choice. I mean, Tony Nese is great. His whole thing is about having like eighteen abs. It's it's a good look. Okay. Um. So, but I don't think they're. I don't know if they're gonna give it to him because I think Buddy is um, is such a dynamic, uh, like heel kind of like mm-hmm. that. You know, and he does like crazy shit and he's super buff it's very interesting uh triple h and the batista no holds barred triple h's career on the line i predict that i will be peeing during this (laughs) oh okay well that tells me how you feel about that just you don't want to see see two two like two slabs of beef just like running at each other in the middle of the like men old men 
Yeah, not into it. They are the most spry of the old dudes that they have brought back. They're actually both ones that are still in shape and look like they won't die, um, you know, uh, when they actually do moves or get super kicked. Uh, Sean, I, I was so concerned about him dying. He just, he can barely yeah. get into that lunge. And I don't know if it's because his, his pants are so tight or because his knees are shot. <laughs> and it just made me really concerned. Anyways. But, but uh, my boob in Saudi Arabia. So I just, I feel scared. Fair. Super fair. <laughs> Extremely fair. Um, I'm assuming it's Batista because there's no reason to put Triple H's in-ring career on the line without Batista winning. Right. Um, though, on the other hand, they kept saying that he's never beaten Batista. So it's, it's a coin toss at that point. But why book Batista and then have him lose? Uh, I don't know. Stupider things have happened. It is. I just. World Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, you know, he's Batista seems like a good dude. He'd do that. But like, I don't know. I just feel like the career on the line thing is yeah. because then you can make a big deal about the next time Triple H wrestles because, you know, this is not going to be the last time. So then you could be like, well, because I have to avenge blah, blah, blah. Or because you poked me enough or because, you know, Randy Orton shit in my wife's bag, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever reason it is, you know, to come back. Um, let's see. Uh, the Miz and Shane McMahon. We kind of talked about that before. Uh, I it's gotta it's gotta be the Miz. The Miz is is a is a good face right now. The McMahons are generally evil. Everybody's mad at the dad for treating Kofi like shit. You gotta give it to the Miz. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you. And I think Shane's gonna do something incredibly dumb and definitely hurt himself. Um, Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. So uh, it took uh, cancer to get people to actually give Roman Reigns a chance. Um, and John Oliver not really calling him a pedophile, but people on the internet saying that, that he was. That also got him over. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so weird. He's so pretty. Um, I don't understand why people don't like him. He's so pretty. Me neither. Uh, he seems nice. He does. He just, I, but, eyes. Yeah. The problem is, well, this is the thing. The thing that I've always said is for Roman's gimmick, he should be a regular dude until it's time to kick your ass, which is what he's been able to do. And, you know, now, right? because they had to bring this real life situation in the thing. And then he got right. to actually be, cause like the lat, like one of the best thing I always say this, that, that Lana Rusev uh, celebration thing that they did where uh, the cake and all that kind of situation. When, when, when Roman went out to that ring, he was mostly a normal dude messing with them. And that really worked. But no, he's so buff and he has to be all grrr and blah. Um, anyway, <laughs> that's, those are very, very technical terms, by the way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Drew McIntyre has been kicking Roman's ass every week. So Roman's yeah. definitely winning. Yeah. yeah. And especially now that we know they don't get health insurance, it's like even worse. It's yeah, like, ah, right? Yeah. The body is weak. I know. I do not want to see a GoFundMe for Roman Reigns. You pay that man. You give him insurance, yeah. you fucking assholes. <laughs> Uh, AJ Styles and Randy Orton. Uh, this is the thing that I care the least about. Yeah. I'm also going to be peeing during this. Yes. Uh, I have a small bladder. Forever. So I hope they're not close together. Oh, God. I don't, I don't care. Like, I'm not even going to pick anybody because I don't care, but I guess I'll go with AJ Styles because he's a face, but Randy will probably win. I don't care. I honestly don't care. Yeah. I just don't care. Um, Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin. Well, one would be inclined to think that Kurt Angle would win because it's his alleged last match. Um, if you're really trying to give Baron Corbin some heat going forward, then you have Baron win. I don't know which one they're trying to do. 
I will decide before this week and then I will tweet my predictions because I don't know. I just, I thought we were done with Baron Corbin when at whatever pay-per-view that was, we had the whole thing where everyone came out and just beat the hell out of him and it yeah. was so cathartic. Yeah, it really was. That was nice. Uh, <sighs> no, never done. We're never done with him. No. Um, it would be nice if losing to Kurt Angle at WrestleMania made him go away for like three months to really think about his life and then come back with another gimmick. Because I, again, I'm not, I thought as a person, I'm sure he's lovely and I would like him to get something good that he can really work with, which again, I enjoy this weird, very angry Applebee's manager situation that right. he's working with, but there's something better for him. And I, and I want him to be able to find that because like comic book characters, I don't think there's any, there's not very many bad, straight up bad wrestlers gimmicks. I mean, wrestlers, there are bad gimmicks. And I think right. that you can, if you can put a lot of people in a position to succeed, if you don't like fuck with them that much. He's also got to come up with a new thing to do in his entrance. He can't bob his head like that with no hair. That's true. And I'm so glad he cut <laughs> his hair though. So glad. Yes. Yeah. I like the bald head. Yeah. It works for him. It's good. I, yeah. I liked him immediately that much more when he came back. Um, uh, Sarah's note is whose dick is Baron sucking at WWE? That's what, who's, what she wants to know. Or, yeah, he's got a P tape. He's got something. Something. I mean, who knew? Yeah. He, I mean, he's he was in that office. He might have found some paperwork. We don't know. It's true. Um, so the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale is everybody and their mom. Uh they had a had a match that kind of had the other participants around the ring on Monday. Um I don't know. Apollo it, came out on top at that match, yeah. but I, I I don't know if they're it feels like they're giving him a push, but every time I feel that they don't. So I don't know. And he's so good. He really is. Um, so maybe, I don't know. I just, whatever. It's fine. It's, it's going to be a whole thing. Well, and then, yeah. And then the women's one. Yeah. Which the trophy looks like a uterus, by the way. We noticed that when we were watching SmackDown tonight. Amazing. It looks like there's fallopian tubes. There's everything That's like, <laughs> yeah. Keeping it on brand. Yeah. At least it's not a set of bronze to brawn panties because that could have yeah. been, that's thing true. That um, and oh. I let's see who's going to win that. Uh, maybe Oscar. Maybe that's the point. I don't. I, maybe they Naomi. Want us to not light the the place on fire. Yeah. I guess I don't know. Maybe Naomi. Naomi hasn't gotten a push in a while. Maybe it'll be Sonia. Maybe that'll be the thing that cracks her and Mandy apart. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Whatever. It's just another excuse to throw everybody in the ring. And then we have the two tag championships, which may or may not be. I'm assuming it's going to be part of this eleventy billion hour broadcast. But yeah, um, I'm assuming that uh the the revival retains by fuckery like they did this past week right um and i'm also assuming i don't if the uso if there is a, a smackdown thing i'm assuming there the is, they announced it tonight oh they it's, did okay it's the usos versus shinsuke and rusev versus alistair black and rickshay versus whoever else there oh, is so okay yeah <laughs> it's another it's another Fans. scrum yeah, yeah, it's going to be the Usos are going to keep it because there's no reason to not have them keep it. There's nobody else that they're really giving a push to except for Alistair and uh, uh, Ricochet. Right. But I don't it's weird that they made them a tag team and I don't think they should keep them as a tag team. And I also think if you're going to keep Shinsuke and Rusev and a tag team, then you need to work on some cohesiveness and some story there as opposed to them just yeah. deciding one day they don't, you know, put, put Rusev in some black and red, uh, you know, tights, like just do something, do something. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Anyways, I so, see Alistair and Ricochet more than I see most of my relatives. Like I get off my <laughs> It's true, and I like them both a lot. I just feel like they're going real hard on this yeah. in a way that I 
don't understand. Yeah. So, um, cause it's, it'd be, it was different when they just had like five guys just like in there and they're like, okay, well a way to put them in there is to put them in these like, like random like tag teams just so you can see how right. they are. But like now like making them a team, it, I mean, I, I I get because they're both flippy and they can do like those Superman poses and stuff, and that's really dope. Like that's me. what it is. It's like, oh, they both flip upside down, right? Like, do it. Alistair Black is like a you know five thousand year old magician, black magician, you know, like and Ricochet is a superhero. So there's not a lot of unless you're going to lean into that in a different way. There's not a lot of like, and they both have tattoos. That's like that's it, right? Also, if you haven't seen uh his cats. They're very weird looking and very adorable. Oh, yeah. And you can find them on Instagram. Um, so uh, let's see. Uh, so uh, it's it's over an hour. We're going to wrap this up because we could talk about this forever. Because just like WrestleMania, there's, there's so much content. We could talk about it for 18 billion hours. Uh, but we're not going to do that to you guys because we like you and your time is important. And we appreciate you spending this hour plus with us. Um, so we'll be back in two weeks and we'll be talking to our returning guest, Latoya Ferguson, about her new book. Sammy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Um, did you. Uh, so uh, another thing, one more note, because uh, Sarah put this in bold. Uh, so Sarah wanted uh, me to tell you guys that she is disgusted at seeing pictures of beautiful Jojo's pregnant belly, knowing that Bray Wyatt put that in there. So um, I read this. I will screenshot it for you guys if you want to see it. It's uh, true. I see it. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm it, with Sarah. It, it ends with y'all nasty um, in true Sarah fashion. So uh, that is, this is, again, bolded. The only thing that's bolded on this on this um, on the notes uh so thank you in the meantime uh before next uh, the next uh, episode you can uh you can get your wwf podcast thirst uh satiated and slated by reading some of our articles on nerdy but flirty and all female geek and gaming website um you can follow them at nerdy be flirty on twitter um and shout out to allgames.com our parent site you can find us on twitter at women wrestling f and you can uh like us and retweet us and promote us if you like what you heard um we are also on instagram but uh sarah cannot find the password so we have not put anything on there uh we're gonna figure that out one of these days so uh where if if you would like people to find you on the uh on the internets where can they find you um, I'm on the Twitter at um, the SS Roselle. You can find uh, really terrible opinions on there. And also my thoughts on how Charlotte Flair looked like Lindsay Bluth doing the chicken impression on Raw last night. Amazing. So good. And you can find me on the tweets and the Instagrams at Misfits Tomorrow. And thank you for joining us. And we love you. And you're all beautiful and be kind to people. Okay, bye.